Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to Words from the B-Side. This is your girl, Miss B, of course, none other than. And I'm glad you guys tuned in again for this new episode. Oh, this has been a rough week because in my state, it has been amazingly cold. Like, I can't even understand what has been going on around here. I don't think I've ever experienced eight or nine degree temperatures, at least not that I can remember. So that's so cold that a coat didn't even keep me warm, like gloves, nothing. I was freezing. Even in the house, I was freezing with the heat on 76. So I am very glad that things have warmed up. But behind that cold front, I was left with a very ugly sinus infection. So I'm battling through that to hang out with y'all on this episode because I couldn't let that stop me from recording. We got the show must go on. The show must go on. I hope you guys have been having a good week. I think that I am very anxious for this week to end because I'm going to party like it's 1999 uh, once the weekend comes in. So I'm going to be celebrating my birthday and I'm telling you, I am such a partier when it's my birthday. Any other time I can pass. I will pass on you in a minute if you ask me to go somewhere. I'll be like, oh, girl, my babysitter, she, mm-mm, girl, I ain't going to be able to go. Or if somebody asked me to, you know, even participate in something that I get excited about initially, when that time comes, I'm so not about it. I think I'm just in that time in my life right now where I'm just chilling and I don't want to do a whole lot. I feel old. I don't know how many people can relate to that, but seriously, a Friday night. It, my ideal is a bubble bath, Netflix, and my Chateau St. Michelle Riesling. Like, that's that's a party. That's a party. I'm turned up. That's a party for me. So, I, you know, I'm sorry um, if my age is showing. But this weekend will be no such thing. I typically plan. I have a whole to-do. My friends come in from out of town. And, I mean, we go the entire weekend. To the point where I'm sick for days and days after everyone goes home and I go back to work. So um, prayerfully, y'all pray for me that it doesn't get that bad this time. But I didn't get to celebrate my birthday last year because I was pregnant with my little sugar mama. This year is a different year. I'm not going to have a brunch and drink mimosas with no champagne. So um, hopefully I have some good stories to share with y'all when I get back. Um so moving right along, uh I just want to acknowledge um Charles Smith Jr. I couldn't I couldn't watch the video because I I just can't continue to watch our young black men die on film. I just can't it's heart-wrenching. I just, I can't understand why that is still happening. And I can't remember the stat 
there's uh, the stat, I don't have it off the top of my head, I'll tweet it out, um, that I was reading early of how many uh, black young men have already been killed and it is only the ninth day of 2018 and it just it sickens me it saddens me it scares me for my 14 year old son because I have to have conversations with him like son don't do this don't do that don't do this don't don't be a kid always mind how you're behaving always mind how you're carrying yourself and it's sad to me that I have to have those type of conversations with my son but it's the world we live in So what can you do, right? You have to just prepare your kids for the world that they're growing up in. And until I see something different, that's the way I have to teach my kids. And um, I just want to send my condolences to his family because he was a young boy. You know, I don't I don't know if he had a gun. I I still to this day and any day after this one, I do not plan to watch that video. Um, I just I don't even want to take it into my spirit because it's going to make me angry And I'm going to struggle through and suffer through all the outrage and anger that I feel towards police officers who cannot manage to use less than excessive force when it comes to our black kids and our black men. So um, I'll always um, be on the side of right if you're wrong and something goes down and things happen and you're wrong it's not much we can say but I know that from what I've seen and a lot of the things that end up on the internet a lot of the stuff is really just excessive and people look at darker skin and they're threatened by it and it's just saddening it's saddening because being black is a beautiful thing and we should not have to grow up being afraid of that and we should not have to teach our kids to be afraid of that. Um, so sorry for the somber moment, but it was something that I had just caught wind of today when I was um, briefly able to get on social media. And it just another thing that broke my heart. Um, so anyway, we'll move um, right along. Let me give you all a little update on my no meat journey. It's been really not a challenge at all. Like I thought it was going to be a challenge, but when I start to think about meat and how it's processed and um, all of the chemicals and hormones and things like that that are in some of these things, I have no desire to eat them. Like I'm completely fine um, without them. I've been experimenting. I've been looking at recipes online and it is working out for me and especially because I don't give my baby girl meat really so whatever I cook for her you know I can spice it up a little bit for me and it works um so it's been really really good maybe eventually um as I continue on in my meat list from everything but seafood because like I told y'all there's no way that I'm giving up my crab legs and my shrimp and my lobster and things like that and my fish um Maybe I'll start to share those things as I start to experiment. Um, Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll impart some of those things on you guys on uh, my social handles. We'll see. Okay, so let's go ahead and hop on into uh, what sparked this recording tonight. I am a giver. I have always been a giver. I give a hundred percent 
of myself when I'm invested in something. And what I really mean is in relationships. So that's where that's where this is going to go this evening. I'm going to specifically call out relationships and not just intimate relationships, but friendships as well. But I'll probably lean a little bit more towards the intimate relationships. And I have seen that being such a giver has caused me to neglect myself. Pretty much. And I've, and I've blogged a lot about it. Um, if you follow me, you, you know that I have. Um, especially during a time period where you may not have known I was going through a, a, a breakup. But because I'm, I'm not one of those people that has to let the world know, oh my goodness, I'm going through this, I'm going through that. Um, yes, I'm definitely a writer. And, um, and I definitely like to get feelings out through words, but I like to be um, artistic about it to a point where I'm just trying to use, I'm painting the picture for you that I do understand because I've experienced some things. And so I understand it. So that's how I, that's how I kind of come from my blog, because I do feel that it's necessary to hold some things I think it's so important for us to to not divulge everything but still use pieces of ourselves to be a blessing to people so all of that to say um so there was a time that those things were going on in my life and I was going through self-realization about things that I was doing wrong because I I always say that every experience is an opportunity for you to grow So I never want to walk into another relationship with some of the things that I was in my last relationship with or being the person that I was in that last relationship. So um, you always want to be better, right? So that's where I am. I want to be better. So I took a lot of those things and I examined myself. And even though there are parts of that giving that I never want to change, What I want to do is understand when I have given past my capacity to give. So that's what this is really about. Pouring of yourself from a cup that is nearly empty. And it's funny because over the last couple of weeks, I've been hearing a lot of messages about this. Like I've been seeing a lot of things that affirm that this was going to be the next thing that I talked about. Um, Because... I knew that this was something I struggled with. I have often given so much that I was left empty with nothing to give myself. And that emptiness, it exhausted me. Because even in the emptiness, I was still trying to give something I didn't have. And there was nothing there for me. Like there was nothing left for me to rejuvenate myself, to rebuild myself in the brokenness and, and to heal, to self, to, to provide myself with self-care, self-love, to love myself. And sometimes people feel like when you say, oh, I got to love myself first and love yourself enough and all those things. It's not selfish, though. It's it's not selfish at all. It is really necessary. You really have to love yourself first. Because it's like they tell you on the airplane, when you're on an airplane, and they pull the oxygen mask down, and they're saying, okay, put your mask on first so that you can help the people next to you. 
If you have no oxygen, you can't help anyone. And sometimes I feel like I miss that message. In, in, and not even just in intimate relationships, in some friendships, I have missed that message because I have overly given to so many things and it left me feeling unappreciated. It left me feeling undervalued. It left me feeling very hurt deeply and it scarred relationships that probably wouldn't have been scarred if I would have been more mindful of myself. So I think that, you know, that's what I want to share. You never want to put yourself in a position where there's nothing left for you. You know, what does that benefit you? I mean, what does that help you in your day to day? What are you giving to the things that you're passionate about? What are you giving to the things that you love? What are you giving to the things that you you need to do in order to be walking in your purpose. They get dropped. They get left either undone or partially done. Or they're done to a point that's not ever going to be to your satisfaction because you weren't wholeheartedly in it. So um, something I heard this week, I, uh, one of my best friends posted in our chat group a whole thing that Ayala had done on self-love, self-care, pouring from an empty cup. And I'm sorry, y'all. I'm so sick, but hopefully y'all will get the message. Um, she said, and I will never forget this because it stuck with me. It's one of the one things that she said that stuck out to me and I will never forget it. She said, let your cup fill up and let your cup overflow because the overflow is what you give to the people around you and when I tell y'all that thing touched me it touched me because what it said is that it's okay to be full be full be whole be everything you need to be for you because in your wholeness you can provide so much to other people because you're not giving portions of yourself. So giving giving that I was that person that just completely gave everything and was even told at one time that I, I, I was doing all those things because I cared what people thought. The reality of the situation is I could give a damn what people think. I don't give a damn what people think about me. What I care about is what I have to answer for. And my heart is one that is very giving. And I've always been that way. I want to make sure everybody's good. I want to make sure everybody's all right. And I don't think anything is wrong with that until you start to damage yourself. That's when something becomes wrong with that. And in almost every relationship that I have had, I have been that person. Even when the signs pointed to cut it out, don't do that. This is not the person that deserves that much of you. So, um, risking getting into other things, that's just the key for me at this point is to make sure that I'm full, that I'm whole. And so that's what I work on today. I work on fullness and I work on a wholeness that, that no one can take from me, no matter what I give to them. So that way I can give and give. I'm never going to give you so much that I'm depleting my own resources. So I think that's something um, that I definitely wanted to share. And 
and and and specifically too um because another another bad thing and before we get into um the one thing I feel we need to do in order to make sure we don't you know become empty is don't love something or someone so much that you no longer are a priority for you so maybe in so many words I've already said that but I want to say it so that you can hear it and it's clear don't ever love something or someone so much that you no longer are a priority because god forbid that person goes away and that relationship ends that connection dies you never see that person again you not being a priority to yourself leaves you feeling lost that's not a good place to be because not only do you have to heal from all the things you feel from being empty you also have to find yourself again because you were so wrapped up in that thing that you lost the direction that you really needed to be headed in (coughs) so with that being said what I feel is key to ensuring those things don't happen is set clear boundaries for yourself. You have to know what you will and will not put up with. You have to know what you will and will not do. And whenever you go into something, you have to go into it with that. I will not do this. I will not do that. I am going to make sure I do these things and not without some flexibility based on situations and circumstances. But there are certain places where you should draw your line in the sand and that should just be it. That's that. Because when you have those boundaries, you have control over how far you're going to go. You have control over what's going to come into your space and what you're going to allow to happen to you. And it's funny because I I didn't learn that because I always just thought being selfless and giving 100% love would win and things would work and it would be all good and everybody would be winning. But that's BS. Because sometimes you're giving and putting 100%, 115%, 120% because you putting in your 100% and you putting in somebody else's percent. You're putting all of that in. And they looking at you like, I don't know why you're doing that because I'm not giving anything. So then what do you do at that point? You went past your boundary. You you went past what was acceptable for you. You went past what you really wanted to please someone else. That's a no-go. That's a no-go. You can't go past your boundary for someone else. You know, if you want to go a little bit past what you feel is acceptable for you because you're making a concession for something that's not going to hurt you, that's a different situation. But you can't. You definitely can't be involved in something and and not know how far you're willing to go for it because you can't be willing to go further than someone else is willing to go for you. That's totally real because I have been to the moon and back four times in relationships and the person has gone a portion of the way to the moon and I didn't even realize it until after it was all said and done how much I really gave and sacrificed because I knew my boundaries but I went beyond them 
And it didn't matter to me exactly what limits I had set prior to. I was just, oh, love, love, love. No, thank you. Not again. Love in any relationship has to be a two-way street. Everybody got to be providing something. So um, just be clear on that. Be clear on your expectation of yourself. And anyone who does not respect the boundaries that you put in place, that person is not entitled to be in your life. They're not entitled to who you are. They're not entitled to the love that you give. They're not entitled to how much overflow that you provide to their life. They're not entitled to that. You're giving them that as a gift. You're giving them that out of love from your heart. Not because they're owed it. So when they show you they don't deserve it, you got to cut it off. And if they see that you have a boundary and they don't respect that boundary, you know, they push you and push you until the point that you're stepping over boundaries in order for something to be um, to work. That person is not the person that's meant to be in your life. Because they're not respecting the lines and the limitations that you've set for yourself so that you can ensure that you are constantly uh, full and whole and and your self-care regimen is always in place and functioning as it's supposed to. So those are the people that have to be cut. Because once you see that they respect the boundaries, they won't push them. They'll meet you where you are. They'll give you what you need to see that they're deserving of the of that overflow. So I just I wanted to share that because I'm constantly growing as a person. You know, I'm beyond perfect. And right now I'm 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 so full with accomplishing my goals and and I'm so full with the vision that I see for my life and the things I want to accomplish and all the things that dropped that I, I didn't complete. I'm so full with that. I'm so full with my kids and making sure that they're set up and established. I'm full with that. So at this particular point, I'm not even entertaining anything, whether it will respect my boundaries or not, because there was so much loss of myself in 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 the relationships that I have had that I really have to take the time to rebuild myself for all the things that I lost I mean sometimes sanity peace of mind sleep weight I mean you know all the things that you lose when you're stressed hair coming out I mean you know how we are we we like our edges intact and I wasn't there. I wasn't there. So, I mean, my waistline was cute, but I wasn't feeling my best. I wasn't healthy. So, you know, that's that's never a place you want to be in. And I'm I'm never going to exist in that space again. So, there's no there's no real resentment or you know, real brokenness that's going to say, "Oh, I never want to do that again." But I now in in this growth state and in this maturity realize that, yeah, there are some things I need to work on with myself, Um, some baggage that I have taken from situation to situation 
and I have never dealt with or adjusted to those things and then something else happens and that puts more luggage in my suitcase and I'm continuing to drag on and drag on and I have not filled myself at all. And so that's just not, it's just not a healthy place. It's not a comfortable place. It's not a place that I ever want to exist again, like I said um, before. So hopefully that was a good um, bit of word uh, that came from the B-side today. Hopefully y'all enjoyed that um, because it, it helped me. I mean, I, there are some stories I could tell and maybe eventually I will tell them. Um, cause I know y'all like to hear some things, but the growth that you experience when you really realize who you are and life and what's going on with you, it's, it's immeasurable. So I'm just in that growth moment where I'm continuing to fill myself with the things that really are important to me. And I know that in my faith, God will fill my space with what is for me when that time comes because now I'm operating in his will not mine's so whatever it is that you need to to keep you going keep you afloat and focused you gotta you gotta have what you need in order to be able to set things right in your life and to get focused and put things in perspective so that you are always caring for yourself always make sure you're caring for yourself so um, I hope that you guys have a great week. You probably will not be having as much fun as me because I am going to Vegas and I'm going to act up and I'm not even going to be myself. I'm going to be somebody else. I haven't thought of what that name's going to be yet because I'm going to make up something when I get there. But I'm going to be all out of character because I'm going to be enjoying myself because I have not been on an adult trip without children in, oh my goodness, two, no, maybe, maybe. Maybe a year and a half. I'll say a year and a half. And then back then it wasn't fun. I was pregnant. I couldn't drink. Who? That's not fun. So anyway, um, I'll have fun for you all. I hope you have a great um, rest of your week and weekend. And I will see you guys on the other side. Until next time.